0: I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live tonight, radio stations across the country carry this show, Terrestrial Radio Stations. We thank them for choosing our show to be on their airwaves. Plenty of shows to choose from. They choose Ground Zero. You should call and thank your program directors every day. Give a chance to say, hey, I will actually go to your advertisers and thank them as well, carrying this program. Some markets, though, don't carry us. And so we ask you, if you want to find us, we can be found on the Internet at one central place. It's aftermath.fm. Aftermath.fm carries the program from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., Monday through Friday. and You can listen to us there. Also, you can check us out at TalkStreamLive.com where radio stations that do broadcast this program have links to them. You can listen to their online feeds. They're amazing. TalkStreamLive.com. And if you miss a show, and a few people do miss shows from time to time, you can actually subscribe to our shows in our library. It's called Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. we got great subscription rates. They're really low. And not only do you get my show, you get other shows too. We have videos and we have other things. Uh, we have uh, book, we have books online. We have all kinds of documents. We have study groups. We have uh, social media. It's just to keep everybody safe and sane and not being bullied by people on other social media networks and pro- and other uh, places where you can go. And you can express yourself on our website. It's always nice to go to aftermath.media. Sign up today. Helps the show. And uh, we really appreciate those who sign up for aftermath.media So in our quest to be a radio show where we've always said that we are a show that gives bedtime stories for adults bedtime stories for grown-ups there's something that's happened that uh, certainly sparked my imagination for the show tonight and i know that uh, lately we've been having a lot of paranormal activity happening in the country we've had a lot of strange activity synchronicity happening in the country uh, it makes for great radio. It makes for great shows. Theater of the mind what I really love. I mean, uh, apart from all of the what we call the parapolitical talk that we do, there is also the paranormal and supernatural things that happen in this world because we do live in times where people are experiencing the supernatural, um, and much of it I think is uh, because of the fact that we live in these times that we were promised at least. In an apocalyptic blueprint given to us in the Bible and and the Quran and other places, Jewish traditions, that uh, you know there would be a time where a man would be witnessing marvels in the heavens and would be seeing creatures that uh, certainly have not been talked about uh, in the Bible or they have been talked about in the Bible and we just can't imagine how immense and scary they might be. I mean, going into the Jewish traditions, the ancient Jewish traditions, when God created the world. He fought the terrible sea monster called Leviathan. In the end of days, there's a bitter battle that will take place between the creator and the beast. Eventually, God will destroy the beast, the Leviathan, and this act will symbolize the end of the world as we know it and the beginning of a new utopian era. Now, this thought contrasts with the biblical story of creation as described in the book of Genesis. Where according to which God created the sea monsters, the giant winged creatures. But according to ancient Jewish creation myths, these creatures were lodged reptiles and sea monsters, and the winged creatures were bigger than normal birds and were hideous. These beasts were called creatures of the abyss. They were giants, of course. They were the harbingers of death and the symbols for the end times. Some say that these creatures are the fallen ones, and many of them are angels that are harbingers for what can be described as calamitous events. In the book of Revelation, these beings were called unclean spirits were often described as composite beings, both human and animal, that lived in the bottomless pit. They were put there by God himself just before the creation of mankind. If you want to dig even deeper, you can find the word mastema or mansemat. Now, what's interesting about mastema and mansemat, a woman named Shauna, who is in uh, my on my Facebook page has been pasting or actually posting some of the information about Now, I knew who Mansimat was. I I knew that Mansimat was the hostile angel that basically would carry out horrible acts against mankind and punishments that were uh, actually levied out by God. And you look at the literature of the ancient writings beyond that of the Old Testament, and you see that this being known as Mansimat was around during the time of Israel's Second Temple period. And of course, we all can say that creatures like Mansemat or Mastema are, are similar to Satan, who held more or less the same portfolio in other books of the period. And Mastema is said to be the angel that unleashed the Ten Plagues of Egypt and attempted to kill Moses. Now, Mastema is an arbiter angel who. Persecutes evil in Jewish mythology, and he carries out punishments for God. He tempts humans and tests their faith. In the Zadokite fragments and the Dead Sea Scrolls, Mansomet is the angel of disaster, the father of all evil, and the flatterer of God. According to the Book of Jubilees, which of course is again uh, a book that didn't make it to the Bible, so it's not canon—not canon, but it's—it's uh, it's not canonized, but. It is the Book of the Jubilees, and the reason why I know about the book is because we had the Book of the Maccabees, the Book of the Jubilees, when we were in Argentina, because most of the Catholic churches still use those books, but the word mastema was actually equal to the word hostility, and was basically the name that was put on the forehead of the chief of demons that were engendered by the watchers. Now, remember when we did the Oreo cookie show, as much as that sounds wacky and and kind of kooky, the watchers, or the, uh, the the Gregory, or the Gregori, the Gregorio, the watchers, the fallen angels, they were there in Genesis 6, if you remember, with the women and the actions of Mastema, the actions of Mansimat. Uh, the name, of course, was uh, acquainted with the adversary, Satan, but more of a Satan who appears in the book of Job it has a function to fulfill under god the tortures and the and the other works harsh works and eventually this angel this dark angel this mastema became an enemy of god and of course over time the name had changed to belial which basically mentioned twice in the in the, in the book of jubilees it's likely to be identical with any winged creature that would be considered an angel of death. So when God is ready to destroy all demons, and during the flood of Noah, Noah prays that his descendants be released from the attacks of Mansimat or Mastema. Mastema intervenes, beseeching God to allow him to retain and control one-tenth of the demons in order to exercise his authority because they are intended to corrupt and lead astray before the judgment of of God because the evil of the sons of men is great. Mansimat or Mastema is the tester of humans with God's permission. So after Mansimat sent a plague of birds of the land in the days of Terah, he later counsels God to test Abraham just as Satan in the book of Job wants permission to test Job. So as Abraham prepares to sacrifice his son Isaac, Mansimat stands in God's presence and on his deathbed Isaac promises that the spirits of Mansimat will have no power to turn Jacob or his descendants away from God. So, a lot of descriptions we get from these old writings. A lot of descriptions we get from these old scrolls. People like humans with bodies of frogs, flying serpents, humans with heads like formless dogs. There there are others that were described as humans with bull's heads, dragons with faces like birds, and one of the most terrifying creatures of all was the demon of the winds. His name was Pazuzu. Now, Pazuzu the winged creature of Mesopotamia, is a horrifying demon with glowing eyes and a face like a dog. The book of Revelation also describes the demonic winged locusts from the abyss. They're basically armed as battle horses with human faces. Now all these creatures were seen as harbingers of the end times, harbingers of death, harbingers of, 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 of calamitous or catastrophic activities. It's also said that the key to the bottomless pit would be handed over to Abaddon, the destroyer, to let those creatures that God put asunder, let them out of the bottomless pit that God put asunder at the time of, uh, of creation, if you read the Bible. Abaddon is the destroying angel of the bottomless pit, and his name is, is actually derived from the Hebrew. Abad means to ruin or to lose, meaning that the lost one will come forward. But the full name of Abaddon means destruction. So the words appear in Greek, in Hebrew, but we have no name for this dark-winged creature in the Latin. In Greek, it's Apollyon, used in the Old Testament to mean hell. So the angel prince of the abyss is the leader of the locus of Revelation and is typified as the cause of wars and upheavals, the minister of death, the author of havoc on earth, like Mansemat. Okay? mansemat is like a butterfly. Mansemat has wings. mansemat flies. mansemat stays in judgment of death the death angel, like Azrael. Abaddon is the biggest enigma of all because at times he's an angel of judgment, not of Satan, but of God, destroying at God's bidding. Both heaven and hell claim him as an ally. I mean, other times he's just an enemy, but it's clear that he is an angel who will command the monstrous horde of creatures from the abyss, who will rampage over the earth. A little tale of the apocalypse right here on Ground Zero about the angels, the angels from the air. They're not necessarily good angels, they're darker angels of the abyss. And as we lean towards what we call the last days, appearances of these angels will certainly be part of our lives. Many people will witness them and see them, and they will lay testimony to them. And we'll talk more about that coming up on Ground Zero, 225 that's 503 I'm Clyde Lewis, you're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only four ninety nine a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.